This is Dr. Karen Wilson-Starks, and welcome to my podcast series, The Voice of Leadership. Yes, Dr. Karen Wilson-Starks here, the host for The Voice of Leadership and also Dr. Karen Speaks Leadership. And today it is time and the time of year for us to exercise our leadership in giving to others, giving of your time, your talent, and your treasure. And it really makes me think of former President Jimmy Carter and his now late wife, Rosalind Carter, and all the work that they did with Habitat for Humanity and making a difference for other people in their lives. The wonderful fact about giving is that if you can give, then it means that you have received, that you have received in abundance and in an overflow that's enough to share with other people. And of course, even if it doesn't feel like abundance, you can give even sacrificially and watch God fill in the gaps with his abundance, even as you give sacrificially. We want to remember that we really are vessels that God uses and he fills us up with good things that we can then share those good things with others and pour out to others and through us, God is glorified. I want to share an opening reading today that comes from Matthew, the 10th chapter, verses 5 through 8. And it says, these 12, and we're talking about the apostles of Jesus, these 12 Jesus sent out and commanded them, saying, do not go into the way of the Gentiles, and do not enter a city of the Samaritans, but go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And as you go, preach, saying, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out demons. Freely you have received, freely give. And I want us to understand that he sent the apostles out to the Jews first because that was a fulfillment of scripture, that the good news, the gospel news of God sending his Messiah would first come to the house of Israel and then to the rest of us. So ultimately, the apostles, the disciples, did go out into all the world and are still doing that today. People are going out into all the world to proclaim the good news. But it started first with the people of Israel. And he says to his apostles, you've been given this ability to heal people, to cleanse lepers. These were things that people couldn't do. Raise the dead, cast out demons. If you were doing this type of work, only God could empower you to do that. And he says, this is not of yourselves. It comes from God. You freely received the ability to do all of these great things. Therefore, freely give it away to other people and bless them. And we are in that season too. Even though we work and we get wealth that way, we may have investments. The bottom line is God is the one who gives us the ability to get wealth 
and to retain it enough to even share it. And so as we have freely received, we then also freely give to other people. So I want to give some updates at the very beginning. And the first one I'm so excited to share is about little Sebastian. Last year, about this time, we were talking about a three-year-old who had a very serious and incurable aggressive cancer, myoepithelial carcinoma, known as MEC. And here's what we know. Little Sebastian is a little taller now. He is four years old and he is doing well. At the beginning of the year, we were praying for him because he had several nodules in his lungs and the cancer seemed to have spread in this direction. He's had to go in for scans every six weeks. That means his family has to get on a plane, fly across the country. Very painful scans, very difficult. And a piece of good news is that these nodules have remained stable. They have not spread. They have not increased in size. And his medical team now believes he can come in every three months instead of every six weeks. That gives the family more time to recover, more time to enjoy one another. And the good news, he is in a beautiful family with loving parents, Michael and Naomi, and his older brother, Santiago. And so I am so thankful to be able to report that, in fact, he is still fighting. He is still alive, and he is still here with us today sharing the beauty of who he is and spreading love through his life. In addition, uh, curemec.org, which is one of the organizations we mentioned last year for giving, they are continuing to accept donations to find a cure for this aggressive cancer known as MEC and up to this point for which there is no cure. They also, the family is an activist family who care about other people, not only just their son. They want to see other little children cured of this as well. They realized that in Albuquerque, New Mexico, there was a shortage of blood on supply. And they were very concerned about that. And they did a blood drive in collaboration and partnership with some others to increase the blood supply in Albuquerque. And as a result of that blood drive, now, 50 additional people will be able to have their lives saved because of having enough blood on hand. And you might wonder, why were they concerned about this? They were concerned about it because Sebas has had to have quite a few blood transfusions, 36 approximately, over the course of his 10 rounds of chemotherapy. And if any one of those blood transfusions had been missing, he might not be here today. So they know how important it is to keep all kinds of blood on hand, all different blood types. In addition, they also raised, because of the partners they had who were working with them, they raised $25,000 for pediatric cancer research to cure MEC. And this year they gave a grant, a special grant to an organization. And this was in combination with the Rally Foundation and Cure MEC. They gave a $50,000 outside the box grant to Dr. Charles Keller and the Children's Cancer Therapy Development Institute for their innovative and creative approach to childhood cancer research and directly and especially 
to address MEC. So I'm glad to say that there's really good news about Sebastian, his family, and the work towards finding a cure for MEC. You can find out more about this family by going to episode 389, which was broadcast on the 29th of November in 2022. And this episode, I interviewed his mother and his father, and we talked about Sebastian's song of hope and healing. And at that time, he was relatively newly diagnosed, and there was a lot of even sadness and grief in that episode. And yet, we have continued to keep Sebastian on our prayer list, and we thank God for preserving his life. And we hoped and wanted those nodules to go away. However, God has rendered them uh, inactive in his life, and he's going on to live a full life even with that condition. So we just want to say thank you, and we're so delighted that Sebastian is still with us. Some of you may not know that earlier this year, we made a decision to make some commercials or public service announcements for our nonprofit guests. So those who have been guests on The Voice of Leadership and Dr. Karen Speaks Leadership, if they were members of nonprofit organizations, we started recording some commercials and we broadcast those throughout the year so that you can be aware of those organizations who are making a difference in the world and really caring for other people. This gives you an idea about groups that you might like to donate to to help cure a cause, just like you can continue to donate to curemec.org. Go there, check up on what's happening with Sebastian, give to the cause of finding a cure for MEC. I also want to mention some other Christian ministries that we are supporting and would like to tell you about, and you'll get to hear those commercials today as we're rolling out this episode. The first organization I want to mention is the Bible League. And the Bible League, one of the things I love about them is that they go throughout the world all over and they provide Bibles to people in their native tongue and language. And not only do they provide Bibles, they also provide training and discipleship and understanding about what the Bible means through one of their special projects I really love, which is called the Philip Project. So, Please listen as we will hear from the CEO of the Bible League, who is Jos Snoop, telling us a little bit about the work of the Bible League. Hi, this is Dr. Karen, and I'm here today with Jos Snoop, who is the CEO and president of the Bible League. And the Bible League is a ministry that provides Bibles and instructional materials in the Word of God, as well as trains teachers in their local language and culture to share the Word of God and to disciple people. So today, you'll tell us a little bit about the impact of the Bible League. What's going on out there? Last year, I met this uh, lady. Her name was Nimia. Uh, Nimia was born in 49. She became a Christian in 2002. And last year, we were able to invite her in one of our trainings. At the end of that meeting, she stood up and shared her testimony. She said, this is the first time I received a Bible for my own. 
and I'm equipped to share the word of God with others. I thought by myself at that point, that's why we are Bible League. That's why God called us to be in ministry, to serve people like that and to equip them with the right materials and with the word of God. Oh, thank you so much, Yos, for sharing that story. And what I want to let everyone know is you can be a part of this movement as well. You can go to BibleLeague.org to find out more about the ministry and also to donate to the ministry. There are lots more stories like the one that Yos just shared today about lives that are changed and impacted for God through Jesus Christ. Hello, it's Dr. Karen here, and I'm here to celebrate the work of the Bible League, which is a global ministry that provides Bibles, ministry study materials, and through activities like Project Philip, also teaches and trains local people in how to share the Word of God. So today, the president and CEO of the Bible League, Yos Snoop, is with me to share a little bit more about what the Bible League is doing. Yeah, the beauty of the local church is that it is the body of Christ, and it is the Holy Spirit that is calling the, the local church to be engaged in the Great Commission. As Bible League, we just come alongside those local pastors. Last year, I met a pastor. His name is Rolando in the Amazon, and he has this great vision to reach 200 communities with the Word of God. And we're able to come alongside them and help them with Bibles and resources. Thank you so much, Yos. We are all partners together. You, the Bible League, are the hands and feet to the local people on the ground, and there are partners and donors out there who can be hands and feet to you as you also share with others. So those of you who are listening, if you want to be part of this ministry, and I invite you to be a part of it, I'm a part of it, go to BibleLeague.org, see more about the ministry, and see how you can participate and donate. Thank you for listening. And if you would like more information, go to BibleLeague.org and you can donate there. You can also listen to past episode that was broadcast on the 23rd of May in 2023. That's episode 425. So feel free to learn more about the Bible League. I also want to mention Victoria's family, which is headed by CEO Terrence Chapman. And when we have strong families, we have strong communities, we have strong countries, we have a strong world. And Terrence Chapman is dedicated to ensuring that the family is strong and that children grow up understanding what they believe and why, and that they are able to defend those beliefs even through college and young adulthood. So Victoria's family has dedicated themselves to making the home the center for families and children and the church to come alongside the home. And that's in contrast to how it often was in the past to have the church at the center and to have the home come alongside the church. So take a listen now as CEO Terrence Chapman tells us a little bit about Victoria's family. Today, I'm here with Terrence Chapman, the president and CEO of nonprofit organization, Victoria's Family. They are committed to family discipleship and transformation. Thank you for being here, Terrence. Tell us about your big goal, what it is that you're going for at Victoria's Family. Well, by 2030, we see reaching 9.2 million families 
here in the U.S. That is wonderful. And you're reaching these families because you really want to see children grow up and truly continue their faith in Christ. So tell us about one of your resources. Do your children believe the book you've written? Well, Ephesians 6.4 says, Fathers, don't exasperate your children, but to bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. So we're just being faithful to that calling. In order to do that, we train coaches and we provide workshops and content to train parents on how to disciple their children. That is phenomenal. So how can people find out more about the ministry and the other tools and resources you have available and also how they can donate to support the ministry? Well, one of those tools is Do Your Children Believe, a book that we've published by Thomas Nelson. And you can find that at victoriousfamily.org. Fantastic. All right. So there you have it. You want your family to be victorious? Go to victoriousfamily.org. If you want to know more about Victoria's Family, go to victoriousfamily.org. You can also listen to some past episodes the 13th and the 20th of December, 2022, episodes 392 and 393. We talk in great detail about the ministry of Victoria's Family. Also, episode 409 on the 7th of March in 23, we talk a little bit there about a wonderful celebration that they had at the World of Coca-Cola, a fundraiser. And you'll get to hear more about what they were doing at the time. I also want to mention Clarence Schuler. Dr. Clarence Schuler has been a great friend of the voice of leadership and Dr. Karen Speaks Leadership. He's been a guest three different times and his nonprofit organization, Building Lasting Relationships, actually has three different areas of ministry. One is dedicated to marriage and he and his wife, Brenda Schuler, are award-winning presenters at the Family Life Today marriage conferences. They also do work in cross-cultural friendship. And Dr. Shula shared a personal testimony of how he dealt with depression. So take a listen as Dr. Schuler shares in these three important areas. Dr. Clarence Schuler is the president and CEO of Building Lasting Relationships. And his wife, Brenda Schuler, the two of them together, won Speakers of the Year for the Family Life Marriage Conferences. They know a lot about marriage, as at the time of this recording, they've been married for almost 40 years. So I have Dr. Clarence Schuler with me today. Dr. Schuler, what's the word on marriage? What would you like to tell people? Well, Karen, thanks so much for this introduction. I would like to tell them that our nonprofit, Building Lasting Relationships, we actually get wounded people in God's word into wounded people, primarily by memorizing scripture. Then we heal them, equip them, and empower them to become reproductive disciples who do the same for others. And one of those venues that we do is use marriage. And we've done marriage ministry all around the globe. And we refer people to our, our resource, which is keeping your wife your best friend which is written for husbands, but also their wives, so they can go through the book together. There are questions in the back, so whether they have a tune-up, their marriage is in crisis, we really feel this resource can change their life forever, and they can actually use it to help change other people's lives. So we love marriage. We think marriage is designed to be for a lifetime, and no matter where your marriage is, there's hope for your marriage. It can be better than it's ever been if you just put some work into it. So we love marriages, and I know marriages put a smile on God's face. Well, amen to that. And 
if you keep your wife your best friend, I think you have an even greater chance of being married for the long haul. So if you would like to know more about the ministry, please go to ClarenceShuler.com and you can give a donation there or you can sign up for a marriage experience yourself. We live in a world with so many divides between groups of people. And today, I am with Dr. Clarence Schuler, the president and CEO of Building Lasting Relationships. Dr. Schuler knows that cross-cultural friendships are part of the necessary healing journey. So Dr. Schuler, tell us more about the power of cross-cultural friendships. Well, Dr. Karen, I'd love to do that. And you know, Maybe the most important relationship or one of the most important relationships we can build are cross-cultural friendships. And the reason, because we have so much racial tension and we found that if people from different cultures become friends, it actually lowers the racial tension in America. Uh, Dr. Gary Chapman, the author of the Five Love Languages, the New York Times bestselling author, and I have written this book, this resource called Life-Changing Cross-Cultural Friendships, how you can help heal racial divides one relationship at a time. And we believe if people would get that book and read it with a friend and talk about it or make a cross-cultural friend and read through the book together, it can change lives forever and change the racial tension in America and make it a better one. So that's really our goal with that resource. Thank you so much, Dr. Shula, for sharing that. And for those of you out there, if you would like to donate and contribute to creating cross-cultural friendships in our world, go to ClarenceShuler.com and make sure you pick up a copy of the book for yourself and start a new cross-cultural friendship today. In some parts of the world, including the United States, loneliness, depression, and suicide are at an all-time high. With me today is Dr. Clarence Schuler, President and CEO of Building Lasting Relationships. He personally experienced a bout of depression. Dr. Schuler, tell us a little bit about what you learned in your experience and what resources you have available for us. Well, mental health is a really big thing in America today, like you said, and African-American men are the number one depressed group in America. And I think men in general would come into that. And when I went through my depression, it was really a thing about idolatry. I hate to say that, but I was trying to validate myself by how much money I made or my success. And I was fortunate enough to have a Christian counselor, a Dr. Monique Gadsden, who helped me work through that. So now managing my depression more effectively. And so one of the resources that we have is our book, Finding Hope in a Dark Place, Facing Loneliness, Depression, and Anxiety with the Power of Grace. And so I hope you will use it as a resource just to see where you are emotionally. It's not a sin to be depressed. So I just want to encourage you and give you hope that your depression can be coming into control. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Dr. Schuler. And what I want everyone to know, as he already said, this is a book that was co-written with his counselor. So it is the real deal. If you want to know more about the book or more about services that are available to deal with depression and loneliness, go to drclarenceshuler.com. That's clarenceshuler.com. If you want to find out more about Dr. Clarence Schuler's ministry, go to ClarenceSchuler.com. And I will mention that we've been talking about families and strengthening families. Marriages have to be strong so that children grow up in a home where parents 
are a partnership together and can love and raise those children in a way that is healthy. So we want to build the marriage relationship. And I love Dr. Clarence Schuler's story about his cross-cultural friendship with Dr. Gary Chapman, and many of you know him as the author of The Five Love Languages. And so you can find out more about how Dr. Shula knew him in his own childhood when he grew up in North Carolina and he was mentored by Dr. Gary Chapman. In fact, you can hear that episode. It's episode 347 that was broadcast on the 10th of May in 2022. And the episode about marriage was broadcast on the 24th of June in 2021. And that's episode 265. And then the most recent one on depression was broadcast on the 25th of April of 2023, and it was episode 421. Sometimes we don't like to admit those things that we struggle with or difficulties in our lives. And in this episode, Dr. Clarence Schuler is very authentic, it's very personal, and talks about how he got through depression with a wonderful counselor and they wrote a book together about it. So find out more information by listening to those prior episodes. I'd also like to mention Donna Johnson. Donna Johnson has a nonprofit organization that she refers to as Spirit Wings Kids. And this ministry provides orphanages in many countries to take care of children who otherwise would fall through the cracks and don't have parents. They have a wonderful work in Uganda and they have orphanages across the world. And it's a partnership with Streams of Mercy, another organization. They also focus on sustainable farming and they have a permaculture farm in Uganda. So take a listen and hear what Donna Johnson says about the work that they do. Hi, it's Dr. Karen here today, and I want to tell you a little bit about Spirit Wings Kids Foundation, a 501c3 nonprofit organization, and it's an organization that provides profound services for orphans and for widows and families across the globe in many ways, and especially in the country of Uganda. So today I'm speaking with Donna Johnson, who is the founder of Spirit Wings Kids and also a board member. Donna, tell us about some example of the profound work that you're doing in Uganda. Oh, thank you, Dr. Karen. We were just there a few weeks ago and it's incredible. It's more than an orphanage. Uh, we have a soccer academy that keeps the boys off the street. We have a widow's program that matches them with children. And it's just a thriving network of really entrepreneurs. And uh, it's just been such a meaningful blessing to see the work that we're doing there. You know what, Donna, what I love about what you said just now is you're really talking about their whole lives. You're creating families between the widows and the children. And you're also making sure they have recreation and something to do with the soccer academy. And you're looking at the job situation and the entrepreneurial aspect. And as a businesswoman yourself who's very successful, you're right in line with being able to make that difference. Thank you so much for the difference that you're making. And I'm inviting everyone who's watching and listening today to go to swkids.foundation and donate now. 
100% of everything you donate goes to those people who are in need and who are receiving those services. Thank you so much for donating. And Donna, thank you for this ministry. Hi, this is Dr. Karen here today, and I want to share some important insights with you about Spirit Wings Kids Foundation, a 501c3 organization that's doing wonders across the globe and especially in Uganda. And today I have with me Donna Johnson, who's the founder of Spirit Wings Kids and a member of the board. And today she's going to tell us about the permaculture farm that they have started. Donna, tell us all about it. Thank you, Dr. Karen. For decades, we've been supporting the Orphanage and Family Network in Uganda. And in 2018, my son is a permaculturist and we had acres that we dedicated to his planting and it was just amazing. And he also taught them how to do permaculture and it's flourishing. In fact, during the pandemic, it saved lives. Uh, 203 families were fed during the pandemic. And so it's such a miracle that um, God just called us to plant that garden at the time that we did. Thank you so much, Donna. Thank you so much for your work in Uganda. And a couple of other things I want people to know as a permaculture farm is self-contained in many ways, depending on how they're growing the crops. You don't have to use pest control. You don't need fertilizer. It's a very sustainable way to provide food for the community. And so that's a blessing. So if you want to be a part of this wonderful work out there, 100% of all of your donation goes to the people in Uganda to help feed them and their families. So go to swkids.foundation and give today. Make a difference in the world. And thank you for doing so. To learn more about Donna Johnson and about the nonprofit ministry, go to www.swkids.foundation www.sw for spirit wings kids dot foundation you can hear more about her work in episode 430 which was aired on the 27th of june in 2023 there are also a couple of ministries i'd like to mention we don't have commercials for them however we believe in what they're doing we do have solid relationships and partnerships with these other organizations and the first one I'd like to mention is Solid Rock Community Development Corporation. This is really the work of Pastors Ben and Wanda Anderson to really resource the Southeast community in Colorado Springs through affordable housing, which is just becoming available so that residents can be first-time homeowners. They're also involved in entrepreneurial education and training and helping others to launch entrepreneurial businesses in the Southeast community. They're also providing business education, food assistance, and whatever this community needs to grow and to thrive and to be able to resource themselves. And most people really would like to do that if they can. So this is a powerful ministry that involves also local government entities who are providing a lot of help and assistance. It's a great model for many churches and other nonprofits to follow in partnership to really make an impact and a difference and to transform communities. You can hear more about 
the Andersons through two different episodes. One is episode 328 that was aired on the 8th of February, where we talked about the Black Church, and also episode 331, Innovations in Church and Community Leadership, on the 22nd of February, uh, 2023. So do listen, pay attention, and definitely feel free to give and donate to their ministry at solidrockcdc.com solidrockcdc.com, and that stands for Community Development Corporation. The other ministry I'd like to mention is Every Home for Christ, and what they are committed to is going house to house worldwide to spread the good news of Jesus Christ and to tell people about the Messiah that God has sent. And one of the things about them is They are willing to go into the most remote villages and jungles, house to house and places where many ministries do not go in order to spread the gospel. They are on the ground now in Israel, providing humanitarian aid, food and shelter and clothing, first aid and medical supplies to those who are in need in this war torn region. So that's another reason to consider giving to them is because of the work that they're doing right now in Israel and where there is a great need. I also would like to mention the Navigators. And the Navigators is an organization that really believes in creating disciple makers. First, they work with someone who becomes a disciple and they come alongside that person So they they therefore disciple other people. So they want others to know Christ and then to make Christ known and to help others to do the same. So this is a disciple-making organization doing great work across the world. And you can reach the Navigators at navigators.org. And what a fitting name to think about how to navigate through this world, how to chart a course that really leads to an abundant life, the abundant life that Jesus Christ promised. So lots of ways, again, this year to begin giving to ministries that are making a difference. And I mentioned just these few, a subset, so you have some options and some possibilities. Feel free to give to whatever ministries make sense to you. And that also come to mind because we know that there are lots more than other people who are also making a difference out there. So today I want to close with some scriptures in 2 Corinthians. These will be familiar. You've heard them before. And I think they're pretty powerful. It's 2 Corinthians, the ninth chapter. And we're starting with verse 6. And it's about the spirit with which we give. And it says, But this I say, he who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and he who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. So let each one give as he purposes in his heart, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able to make all grace abound toward you, that you always having all sufficiency in all things, may have an abundance for every good work as it is written. He has dispersed abroad. He has given to the poor. His righteousness endures 
forever. So be a cheerful giver this season. Be a giver who gives because you have purposed in your heart to do so. And do it with great generosity. Because we know that as we pour out, God bountifully pours back in. And because of your generosity, you are letting God be spoken well of by other people. And that is through you that all glory, honor, and praise would be given to God because without him, we on our own could do nothing. So enjoy this season of thanksgiving, this season of giving of your time, talent, and treasure. And may others be blessed because you are on the earth at this season for just a time as this. You've been listening to The Voice of Leadership with me, Dr. Karen Wilson-Starks. And I want to give a special thanks to jazz saxophonist Ron McMillan for granting us permission to use his gifted music on our show. Thanks for listening. And remember to go to my website, transleadership.com, for more strategies, insights, and leadership resources.